Activate your personal shield and get your traits level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, your place for all things Battlefront. I'm Sage Goodman, and joined with me is my brother and co-host, Sam. And in this episode, we're going over some EA Death Star DLC announcements. This is not speculation, this is cold hard fact. And then some of our speculation. Yes, speculation is always needed in a podcast. Now, let's get started. Okay, first off, our 50th episode is coming up. What do you think about that, Sam? Yeah, we're trying to get a very special guest on. We're not going to reveal the name yet until it's 100% sure. Yeah, we're still working out the details of everything, but I'm pretty excited. Hopefully we do. And we would like you to give us questions for our special guest. Let's just reveal that if he does get on the podcast, he does know a lot about Battlefront. A lot about Battlefront and the Death Star DLC. And he can answer your questions. That's all we're going to say, but we need your questions for our guest. Some of these questions will be included for a segment that we will do for our guest episodes. From now on, it's going to be rapid-fire questions. This was suggested to us by a Rogue 27. So maybe like Hashtag rapid, out. rapid blaster fire questions, that kind of stuff. Ooh, like the name. And to send us those questions, you can contact us through our email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Send us there or Twitter slash Instagram. TitusSheepYT is the Twitter and Films is the Instagram. With that said, let's get on to the meaty greedy of the show. EA had a post on their website. And it involves details about the new game mode for the Death Star DLC, Battle Station. So this is uh, this is their... This is confirmed. This is confirmed. Quote, big announcements on the battlefront from Gamescom in Cologne, Germany this week. For the first time, we are taking Star Wars Battlefront to space in the latest expansion pack based on the, one of the most iconic weapons ever created, the Death Star. The new mode from the expansion pack shown at Gamescom is named Battle Station. This unique mode has players battling across three phases, each with a different objective. So, Sam, what do you think about this? Yeah, it sounds awesome. I've been waiting for a game mode like this. Longer than Walker Assault, which is awesome. This hopefully will be the longest game mode. I hope it's like uh, 15 to 20 minutes. I hope they make specific Death Star maps. They will. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to that so we can be like blast on the Death Star, which would be awesome. That is going to be cool. De- Hopefully, Heroes vs. Villains 7v7, 6v6. 6v6, yeah, yes. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't see that happening. It'd be 4v4 at most because. Why? Just because of the history of uh, Outer Rim, you'd have to have all the DLC. And I don't see that happening until all of the DLC is released. I just really want a 6v6. We didn't get a 5v5, obviously, because it is the second. Bespin was the second expansion pack. Yes, this is going to be the third. It make, A lot of makes makes a lot of sense because 5v5, I mean 4v4 on the um, Outer Rim because that was the only DLC available. Yeah, it's weird that they don't have Heroes vs. Villains on Bespin 4v4 at all. Yeah, at least 4v4. Yeah, I'm thinking... And I'm, an optional 5v5. Yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be a medium-sized kind of DLC, but we don't know for sure yet. Like what we were talking about with our cousins on the uh, Death Star Speculation episode, they are definitely going out with a bang, especially with this, for uh, going out with a bang towards the original, original trilogy. trilogy. Because this is very, very reminiscent of Battlefront 2. 
But this is very unique because in the original Battlefront, they didn't have phases, but they would have these multiple objective game modes. It would have been cool if, like, they have, like, say they have the, the Battle Station mode set on the first Death Star, but some of the other maps would be set on the second Death Star. That would be cool. And the first Death Star. And you Fire can, like, Squadron is going to be awesome on there. Fire Squadron junkies out there are going to be super excited. Super excited. Um, for people that are yeah. excited about land battles, you're getting both of these. Let's go into the phases real quick. In phase one, you'll be flying X-Wings and A-Wings against TIE Fighters and TIE Interceptors in space. The main objective in this phase is for Rebels to destroy enough TIE Fighters until their Y-Wing support can come in to weaken the Star Destroyer's defenses. Once vulnerable, Rebel Starfighters can attack the weak spots in an effort to bring the Star Destroyer down. In an effort to help defend the key asset for the Empire, players along with AI ships will be set up to help defend the Star Destroyer. And this is pretty cool. Uh, I'm reading Lords of the Sith right now, the Star Wars book. And part of the Ryloth Rebellion just took down a Star Destroyer. This is really cool. Yeah, it sounds really fun. The first phase sounds a lot like Walker Assault. Let your Y-Wings come in, weaken it, you attack it. Except It's like Walker Assault in space. And then the second phase kind of like Extraction. Yes. The third phase is all new. Nothing to compare it with. Really. What do you think about space battles coming to Battlefront? Yeah, I'm gonna have to start getting good at Fire Squadron. I'm mostly a mostly a land battle person. Yeah, I'm. I've played a little more Fighter Squadron than usual lately because of the Bespin DLC rotation. It's really cool how they've got the Bespin DLC laid out because you get that variety of game modes. It's not just extraction like you would experience in the Outer Rim. It's not just sabotage, but it goes into blast, drop zone, and then Fighter Squadron. So that's pretty cool. And yeah, I recently went back to Outer Rim. Because it's a lot of fun once you like play Bestman for so much and go back to Outer Rim because you haven't played it really since Bestman it, came it out. It contrasts completely. Like you've got the dirty, grimy yeah. Outer Rim and then the super shiny Bestman. It's, it's a really cool transition between those two. This is the phase I'm most excited about. Phase 2 will have players fighting inside this iconic space station among areas inspired by the classic trilogy. Rebel infantry will be tasked with extracting a priority droid from within the Death Star. Amidst the chaos of battle, you'll be able to gain an advantage by taking up arms as new heroes, Bosk and Chewbacca. Yeah, super psyched for Chewbacca and Bosk. I'm pretty sure Bosk is using the Rebel V10. Well, I don't really like how they took the gun. Really, it's a grenade launcher. It is a grenade launcher in the Legends I, in the Legends timeline. Well, anyway, I hope that they do bring a, a grenade launcher Battlefront would be so awesome. Maybe they have the Rebel V10 and then they have like the Rebel V10X, which is yeah. the rocket launcher or whatever. Like maybe a certain ammo related gun, kind of like the Barrage. Yes. And it says a priority droid. And you will be able to play as R2-D2 in the Death Star DLC. And I do not... But I do not know how that's going to be possible, but it would be cool if you could like hitch a ride on Luke's X-wing as um, R2D2 and like fix things, fix some of his ship. So this leads me to believe that uh, the R2D2, like if you are chosen randomly, maybe as uh, to be R2D2, you have to make it past these certain areas where AI are attacking you as you're playing through R2D2. Maybe you have to open certain doors or activate certain bombs through the uh, control panels to get past the stormtroopers. That would be really cool. Kind of like the Lego games, playing C-3PO or R2D2 to open specific doors. Yes. 
because the it seems like the rebels are going after R2D2. And I'm so tired of these droid little base things. It's not really giving it much ground and not really giving it it's not that cool really to getting a droid risking your life to save a droid on a ship. <laughs> I think it should be like Princess Leia. That makes sense. She's on the Death Star. Set her free, please. R2D2's got plans for the Death Star. Maybe they but they're on the Death Star <laughs> for crying out loud. Yes, they are on the Death Star. And they already know the weak spots because you remember in phase R2 D two downloads it into there. Okay, speaking of that, in phase three, in the culmination of the new mode, players head back into space where the rebels need to end the battle once and for all by blowing up the Death Star. Players can become the hero of the rebellion, Luke Skywalker, and his Red Five X Wing as they attempt to destroy the Empire's ultimate weapon. But beware, as Darth Vader has been dispatched to protect the Empire's asset in his TIE Advance. Quote, other new content will also be coming to the Death Star expansion, including star cards and blasters. In addition to the aforementioned heroes, Bosk and Chewbacca, make sure to check back for more details as the Death Star expansion will become fully operational in September for season pass owners. Also, you can play as Biggs Darklighter besides Luke... So in a royal guard fashion, yeah. you will be able to play as Biggs and Wedge Antilles. Yes. So basically, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same kind of thing. Where when you die, you have a you can see it down there. Click that to spawn as a royal guard. Hopefully, it's just the two ships, not like multiple. It, it is only the two ships. But those losers that just crash in on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> you, <laughs> the guy that kills himself so he can become a royal guard. I do do that. I know you do that. And then we've got Vader's entourage are two upgraded TIE fighters. I do not know the specifics. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this kind of honor guard system in ships. That's really cool. And that and that makes them the, you know how Darth Vader's ship's tiny compared to Slave 1, Millennium Falcon, same with Luke. Yeah, they, makes they are it even. so much better. I hope you can play as these hero ships in other game modes and packs. And I hope they have different abilities um, like maybe yeah something different besides the normal x-wing or tie fighters you know how i bet darth vader ship is super tanky because it looks like it's pretty tanky it's gonna probably be op I'm, I'm so excited for uh luke's x-wing yeah and i hope that it's not like their hero counterparts luke's fast and weak darth vader's tanky and powerful yeah i hope that i hope they're even i hope luke's got some more health and that he's but he's more maneuverable like his health is just a little bit weaker than Darth Vader's Tide Vance, but he can move way faster. It'd be funny if you, uh, if you destroy Darth Vader's Tide Fighter, Tide Vance, and it went flying off. That would space. be. I, I bet they're gonna do that. That is gonna be an awesome little thing that they can add from the movies. And I wish they would add first person to hero ships. That uh, yeah, you could like see Darth Vader's hand controlling. Because you you see that in the movies. You see him. Like in the shot where he's tracking onto Luke, you see him in the ship where his head is outlined. Kind of like the um, VR mission. You can look down and see your hands. Plus, many people don't play first person, to be honest. Yeah, but it'd still be cool to have that opportunity to go in there and maybe see like, see the d special details that they put in for the games and the ships. Yeah, definitely. Because if you do go into the first person on ships, it is, it is super detailed. Like when you get hit, you see your... Uh, your control sparkle. It's really cool. We recently saw the Battlefield 1 kind of gameplay trailer, and Sage noticed something. I did notice something. So in Battlefield 1, there are horses that you can play on. We saw a guy, went up to a horse, 
press a, a key on the keyboard because this was on PC and climbed onto the horse without any load screen and just went straight to riding. So this leads me to, me to believe that Battlefront 2 will have X-Wings and different ships that you can climb into in real time and then take up into space. Not something like you get the pickup, call it, you disappear, and then you load into space. Yeah, but that would mean they would have to have the ships on the ground rather than pickups. Yes. Which, Which I it... think they need to have. Yeah, but I, I see why they wouldn't do that because of how cluttered the maps would be um, unless they have these certain areas that they all spawn in. And I think that would be better because a lot of people that play the ground battles aren't very good in space battles and vice versa. Some people take the approach of going in between like depending on uh, how your team's doing like if i'm playing on walker salt and i see that there's a bunch of ships up in the air i'm going to go get a ship to take some of those guys out because my team is getting destroyed and speaking of that the bespin cloud cars are so suicidal like right when these people get in a bespin cloud car they go into these runs so maybe they find that they're about to die so they just run into like this group of five people and get all of them killed yeah also it's really touchy you can get Crash by a little pole. Yeah, every, pole. every time I get in a cloud car and, and try to like do those little runs that I see everyone doing, I'm just about to get out of it, and this tiny little flagpole hits me, and I die. I'm like, what? I, I could understand if it brought down health, but yeah, completely destroying me, it's not very fun. What do you think of the all-around game mode? put together i think it's a really solid game mode and i think it incorporates different modes well so it's not it's like three modes in one it is like three modes in one which one mode for each dlc is kind of short kind of not very not very much and i think they really took them advantage of this i think that they wanted to have as much content in the game as possible so they're like we've got to get we've got this cool idea but it might like turn into three game modes so let's put it into one and put it all together. That is awesome. I'm really looking forward to what star cards and weapons are adding. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm holding on to dear, holding on for dear life to the idea of a stun gun where it emits those blue rings. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What, what else? What else would be effective in a game mode like this? Definitely, because there's only one phase where you're on the ground close range because Death Star has a lot of hallways and such. Yes it does. Maybe some kind of scan pulse thing. Maybe like a weapon. I don't know but maybe a weapon that when you kill someone it shoots kind of the scan pulse where it died. Something like that. I've got an awesome idea. A mouse droid. You set the mouse droid down and it's rigged with an explosive so right when it hits someone it, be it like, blows up. It'd be awesome if you like go in a back room, set it down, and then you can control it. That would be cool. Because in the original Battlefront, you can set down those little Jedi trainers, kind of training things, and you can shoot. Oh, yes, I remember the like little the training balls. I think the um, Both and Spy can use that. Yes, he can. Or the Wookiee, either one of those. Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is supported by our patrons on Patreon, who allow us to upgrade to new hardware and keep up the hosting for the podcast. If you have some extra money and would like to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. If you don't have the money and would like to support the show, you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review, and that is just as helpful because all of the reviews help us to grow and give us great feedback. Thank you all so much for listening to what the else Star would there Wars be? What, what, would, what would you want from a Here's star card on I the think Death Star? Re, a reloadable kind of mine. 
Kind of like a proximity bomb. Oh, that would be awesome, like a short-range proximity bomb, but yeah. it's in charges. Or maybe, maybe you get like two charges. You can place one right there, right there, and then you can activate them or something or right when people get over there. They blow up, but it only takes half their health. Yeah, not like one-shotting. That would be too overpowered. Yeah, that would be like what's the point of the proximity bombs and the power-ups if you got this one that can yeah. one-shot. The real effectiveness would be used even in this map, shutting down hallways. Yes. And taking their health so they're not full health when they come out. Or taking down back-to-bomb. Yeah, back-to-bomb. Or have a back-to-bomb killer kind of star card. Because you know how everyone uses back-to-bomb. Everyone does use back-to-bomb, but the Dioxys Grenade is a very good... But no one really likes it because it's easy to escape from. Not if a hallway. The I mean, one of the most effective grenades for the Death Star will be the Dioxys Grenade because of those hallways. And you know how the Stinger's pistol... It kind of brings out a weapon for you and takes your health down. Yes. I think it'd be cool to have a weapon that stops your health regeneration for a certain amount of time. That would be cool. Or maybe a support weapon where you can shoot someone. On your teammate and heal them? On your teammate and heal them. Which or, I don't think would be very popular for the players. But if like if they do it just right, it could be as popular as the back-to-bomb. Or in Battlefront 2, there's this kind of shield kind of thing. Where they activate it and everyone near gets kind of a shielded buff, resistance buff. Mm, yes. I think... Something should have that, even a trait maybe, or a charge card that shoots a little sphere out and anyone in that vicinity gets shielded. Yeah, and then like right when they get past that perimeter, they automatically lose it. So that would be super effective for a objective-based game mode. You place that by the uplink and all your people are shielded. But Or that could have been the... like a, that could have been a Chewbacca ability. That would be. Like just one healing ability. Because there's, besides Leia, there's not any health bringers i i don't i don't think they need more people that can regen health i'm just talking about the um not heroes the players like they could help heal the players oh yeah 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 that would be cool and it's not like like a health pack not his whole his whole um abilities are based around health maybe like one kind of like an overwatch soldier 76 has a healing beacon but he's mostly offensive yeah or maybe they have a charge card where it's a health pack like automatically regen your health, kind of like adrenaline stem? Kind of like that, but you can place it around a point so people can go up there and uh, get that. Or maybe have a power-up for that. Yeah. Because they are, they are, they're they're most likely bringing a new power-up. Power-ups are really bad right now. Like, all you get is a disruptor, really. Yeah, an occasional smart rocket. I think they're pushing for people to start using the disruptor more and actually figure out the kinks for that. It's not that effective, to be honest. My favorite, my two favorite power-ups are the R4, R5 droid, and then the the uh, infantry turret. Yeah. Those are so effective. I placed an infantry turret, and then I got another power-up, and I got an R5, R4 droid. Put that right <laughs> next to my infantry turret. I got, like, 10 kills. So it's very effective. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast was brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave feedback there as well. Uh, talk Battlefront and Star Wars. If you want to be on the show, have the subject line podcast guest, have a topic and a Skype account ready because we do this podcast guest episodes through Skype. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is tie-dye-sheep-yt. You can talk Star Wars there. I've been tweeting a lot about the Rogue One lately. That trailer is awesome. You can also follow Sage on Instagram at tie-dye-sheep-films. Yeah, I've been posting a lot of like different 
stuff that we've been doing for the podcast there. Um, I actually won a giveaway from Audio Technica. Did a I just did a post on that, and then you can follow Sam it's at Chef underscore wanna underscore B. What do you do there, Sam? Post different various food pictures. That's about it. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs>